Previously on Shulbro's Week in Review. Dude, if you're never going to interview him again, that says do your thing, man, because there's no consequence. You're like Casper. Like triumphant insult comic dog of Comic Con, like just pissing people off and asking him dumb questions about Grimace. Yeah. Like Casper, shoot me straight, bro. We have a bet with my brother. My brother thinks you're a hamburger kind of guy. I think you're Grimace. Where are you at on this? Where are you at, man? <laughs> Where are you at on this? Bro, respect. You got to call him bro. Start, start, bench <laughs> cut. Grimace, Hamburglar, Mayor McCheese. Go. Go. <laughs> you know, yeah, Johnny Rico or all these other roles. Do you ever go on the floor and like put like a Grimace costume oh, or something? <laughs> you, you know? Never like... do that. I have cosplayed as myself. You're listening to Shoal Bros Week in Review. Uh, do you remember the five D's of dodgeball? Uh, duck, dive. It's dodge. It's duck, dive, dodge. Man, and then there's two of them at the same time. I'm failing this, John. That's a failure. Hold assist. on. So we, you can't just yeah. throw John. You got to say this is a, a rare episode. So Shoal Bros Week in Review is usually about the bros, you and me, just kicking it. Uh, talking for, I usually try to aim for 10, 15 minutes and it ends up being 30. Uh, and then we invite our guests. But here you have some support. You have some backup. We have Comic-Con John here. I don't know if that's a nickname that I'm comfortable using with him actually on the line. But we have He's the embraced it. He's embraced it. He gave us the best review of all time. And John, are you here to save Darren from the despair of not remembering the quote from the one of the greatest movies, Dodgeball. Oh, I'm, he's he's losing it right now. Come on, Darren. You should know the five D's of Dodgeball. I feel like I fail. Like, do you can you can you save me? I got three of them. Yeah. So the trick is that most people forget one of the D's is repeated twice. And it's dodge, right? Yeah, correct. Then it's like dodge, duck. something, something, and dodge. I just don't remember. I'm missing. I got. Duck well, he, and dive, he's here to one. save you, man. He's here, here to me. save you. Save me. Yep, it's dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the dip. I missed the dip. Yeah, man. And he got John got the right order and everything. I don't know if that was the power of Google or the power of memory. Um, but yes. Uh, well, one of the reasons John is coming on here is John is, man, I think, I, John, have I known you for 10 years now? Has it been yeah, that long? Yeah, 10, 10 years, a whole decade. Crazy how time's flown by. So I met John at Comic-Con. Uh, he lives in California, and I live in Ohio. And so the only time I usually see him is at Comic-Con, hence the name Comic-Con John. But we are both uh, on the uh, volunteer staff for Comic-Con, so we work hard together every year. So he knows his nerd stuff. That's why he's welcome on the first half of the Shoal Bros Week in Review. Yeah, another reason he's welcome on the first half of Shoal Bros Week in Review. His, I don't know. We usually have a qualifier because you and I are having a competition to see who's the most famous. And your weakest ones, you, you, or sorry, your most vain ones are where you're like, this person's famous because they were on my podcast, you know, or I talked to them. <laughs> uh, so John's famous because he's been mentioned, I think, on probably 10 episodes of Soul Bros we can review. He and has yet, become like a feel, character. Well, let me just say, yeah, even though you guys talk about me, I still feel like I'm, I'm, there's no comparison between me and all the other special guests you've had. I'm not on their level, but... I still appreciate being here nonetheless. 
Yeah, you're on the level, man, and a level worthy of the show bros we can review. We're glad to have you here. And the, the last reason why it makes sense for you to get the entire episode joining the, the, the bros here is uh, most of our updates have to be about Comic-Con. I mean, that's unbelievable what you two went through, uh, and uh, I got to hear all about it. So, uh, Darren, before we dive into Comic-Con, um, I need to share one very important update. Uh, on listenership that's always what your favorite thing right yes we are going to hit 1000 cumulative downloads probably right now as we speak in the time that somebody's listening to it wow if that makes sense i'm like seeing the future in the present we well when we when we predict things are going to happen they usually do yeah we are like monkey dude that's another sad update you said they were renaming monkeypox and and then monkeypox is like an international disaster and it's still called monkeypox they did not follow through on their, their ideas to no, rename they, it they lied to us actually one of the people we volunteer with at comic-con told us she had a monkeypox vaccine wow that, that's she in new really... york she lived no, in new york? she works in like a lab or something so i guess they get all the vaccines but i was like that's kind of cool i gotta talk about that <laughs> does she live with monkeys does she does the lab have monkeys in it i don't know john do you know if if Ra- rachel's we won't say her last name works with monkeys i don't think so i think it's just the fact that it's become so widespread i know san francisco has now um uh, filed a emergency state of emergency i know new york vegas i think it's supposed to be next with the i guess that's the new pandemic monkeypox oh man oh, they promised man. us they would change the name we advocated for dingo pox i stand by it we gotta we can't if this is going to get really big that we can't just sail our monkey friends no i just saw a monkey tonight actually and he did not give me pox so. <laughs> <laughs> i was at the zoo dude we got a nighttime tour and i i saw the monkey that i'm going to give my shoes to that i won in that auction he was he was there i said hi to him oh man that's pretty awesome. This no was pox. the big thing. I didn't do the I didn't do the shoes yet. I just saw them. I got to schedule it still. So don't worry, it's going to happen. Okay, uh, that's awesome. So we we are on pace for a great show. We're still going to talk about pop culture, what we loved, what we hated, and what we're looking forward to. We're going to bring Comic Con here today uh, with the um, real or fake, and we'll see if John can guess whether the movie you give us is real or fake. Um, but yeah, dude, we are, we are going to hit a thousand downloads and I expected a little bit more bravado before we moved on to monkey pox. No, well, well, can I, can I tell you, I figured out where, you know, how we've always been wondering how we had like 50 listeners a week. Yeah. I've uncovered some of our listeners. Like people are like reluctantly admitting they listen. Really? Tell me more. So I was at the zoo thing tonight and one of my uh, friends who's on the friends, he's like, I have to tell you something. And I was like, uh Oh, like. Are you quitting the friends? Are you mad at me? And she's like, I listen to Shoal Bros. And I was like, really? I had no idea. You're like the quietest, nicest person. And, uh, and, <laughs> and so and how she could was you like, possibly waste your time with us? Yeah. So, Christina, if you're listening, uh, if you caught up, thank you. And she even mentioned, yeah, you guys talk about Grimace a lot. And I was like, yes, Grimace will never die. Yeah. Dude, you just cost us ad dollars because we had a deal to not no, talk about Grimace, no. but we could talk about Grimace. I know. Here's the deal. No, I don't. I'm going to blow it again. Okay. So I have one more. Can I give you one more? I have a lot of Grimace updates, by the way. Grimace and Grimace will never die. So I don't think we're making that ad money. Uh, dude, Grimace could die. Grimace needs to hold on. So I will save a couple updates for Comic-Con, but I was also at Marsha's family reunion on Saturday. 
and her cousin Lori walks up to me randomly and just says, hey, how's Gr Grimace doing? And I was like, what? She's like, oh, I'm sorry, Grimace. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> now I know. I was like, do you listen? And I had to take a double take. And it turns out she's a legit showmeister. And I just couldn't believe it. And then her daughter, Annabelle, came over and was like, what are you guys talking about? And she told her all about the show. And uh, anyway, Annabelle uh, revealed that she didn't even know who Grimace was. And I'm mostly telling this story to name check a 16-year-old so we get that demographic. But also marvel at the fact so that we can that go someone... viral. Yeah, exactly. But she didn't know who Grimace was. And then Laura was explaining who Grimace was and how she needed to listen to the podcast. And I was just like, another place I never thought I would go and listen to, hear someone listen to our show. So that's where all these listeners are coming from. There are showmeisters we don't even know about. So, John, uh, do you think this qualifies us as the podcast of a new generation? Absolutely. You got to start them young, right? Uh, uh, and if Grimace is the entree to the next generation, or Grimus, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> everything old is new again, right? Um, I actually sent a, a Grimus, or sorry, a Grimace gif and a, um, a Hamburglar gif. That was the first time I've used them in my mobile communications. That's my update for you on Grimus. <laughs> that's, a, that's a horrible. Okay, I got one more Grimace update. This one's a good one. <laughs> Hold on. Before we get to, I, I still want to get, we are not giving due to the fact that 1,000 downloads. You just want to move on to Grimace and Monkeypox. 1,000 downloads. I think it's all powered by John's review. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, it probably is. Or or John has gone to Apple stores for us in California. Have you done a hit? I, uh, I will say I've, I've done a couple of phones. I did, not yes. do, I did not do every phone in the Apple store. That would have been a little <laughs> too suspicious. But I did do a couple. Next time, next time I'm in Germany, guys, I promise, or Europe or anywhere overseas, I promise I'll hit the Apple store, put all the phones, download your podcast on all the phones. Excellent. See? He knows what's up, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's a major accomplishment, Jeff, but it's kind of like when you do something good, it's like act like you've been there before. Like, I don't want to pretend like, well, I, I want to pretend like a thousand is like, oh, yeah, of course we expected that. You know, it's, it's, that's just, we're on our way. You know, well, here, here's the deal. I, I, I'm disagreeing with you. I promise, I think we should name check. So if, if as you're listening to this, text Darren or me, because we know all our listeners know us personally. Uh, text one of us, and we will check whether you are the one thousand. How do you how do you say that word? One thousandth. Thousandth. Uh, oh wow! You sound like your mic's messed up. Again. I know, man. Uh, <laughs> number our one listener number one thousand. Thank that? you. That's so much easier. We if if you text me and Darren when you download it or when you're listening, I will check the stats and see if you are the one the listener number one thousand, and we will name check you and welcome you on the show if you would like. And the oh, reason, Darren. I want to keep talking about the 1,000 downloads as I saw Derek. I've got an update. So Comic-Con. Oh, you got a Derek is, update? I got a Derek update. Uh, I was like, Derek, we've talked about you for almost every episode and you need to listen. And he said, dude, I, I only listen on Tuesdays and you switched to Wednesdays or Thursdays. I'm like, dude, they're recorded. You can, you listen, can listen whenever that. you want, bro. You can listen 10 years from now if you want. And then he was shocked that, over a thousand hours have been spent wasted uh, listening to the Shulbros. And yet you convinced him to waste 10 more? No, he won't listen. What? Is Derek on? Do we lose Derek? He's going to show up on the show, though. He might be our next week's guest. That would be worth it. I love how he's 
he's like DJ. He's openly disdainful of us, but you're going to put him on the show. Whereas John had to write the greatest review ever and be my friend for 10 years to get on the show. Yeah. Seems unfair. John, are you mad about that? Level no, it's, it's worth it. Hey, I'll, next week, just call me. Com- I'll change my name to Derek for next week. <laughs> <laughs> Comic-Con Derek. Exactly. Comic-Con Derek next week. And then if I will welcome guy- Derek on the show. You, you cut John off. He was going somewhere with this. Oh, no, sorry. I was going to say after that, I'll be Comic-Con Grimace. <laughs> yes. Hey, Jeff, I don't want to make this whole show about Grimace. Can I just give like one of my final two Grimace updates? <laughs> I got to get it out of my system. I, 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 the people have to wait for Grimace updates, dude, because we can't lose them at the beginning of the show. I've got another okay, update okay. for you, man. You got Somebody was saying, oh, my gosh, I thought your brother just sounded like that. Oh, no, I don't need that update, man. Come on now. <laughs> She's like, I thought he was dusted from Stranger Things. <laughs> oh no but this person was so impressed that uh you got casper uh johnny rico to talk about grimace um so yeah should we should we talk about comic-con a bit because uh yeah that's why we have comic-con here. john here man let's get grimace like let's pack grimace in so far later in the show okay. so the true I mean, Schulmeisters already... wait for it and everybody else um at least that's listens longer it. So this will be a good pivot. So Jeff gave me, a, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, Jeff gave me a mission. And by the way, I hope my mic is working and I don't sound like Dustin anymore, even though he is heroic. Uh, he gave me a mission to try to work in Grimace <laughs> to my interviews. And, and I interviewed some famous people and I got it into two. I got it into the Casper Van Dien, a.k.a. Johnny Rico from Starship Troopers interview. And I thought I pulled it off pretty well. And then I got it into the uh, G4 Network's Attack of the Show, which is a classic show that was brought back. And I asked them about it. And I neither of them saw what I was up to. They all answered the question, and uh, I thought it made for some pretty good interviews. You have to turn up the mic. I guess people, Jeff, your sound mixing isn't good, so people who are listening are saying it's the interviews are quieter. I know it's probably because of my mic, um, but yeah, don't blame me. Is, you're you're the guy who recorded it. But I don't you, mix like, turn it. it up. Can't you mix it and like do some IT stuff to it, dude? When I was uh, producing and editing and hosting Seattle growth podcast that was downloaded by hundreds of thousands of people. Um, uh, then I could mix it and get the audio right. But when I'm doing the show bros, <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> Sorry, Schulmeisters. The, the, the max I'll do is cut a clip from last week and then drag, uh, cut off the beginning and end and drag things together. Like that's my dedicate. That's my only commitment to show bros. So I thought this would be a good time since I just named check Johnny Rico in a show for maybe John and I to kind of talk about some of the famous people and stuff we saw. John, who, who did you see that was cool at Comic-Con? And I know we were in the same place a lot of the time. Well, you know, got to start with uh, the greatest action hero today, The Rock, or Dwayne Johnson. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Can you tell The Rock story, John? Because, like, it was cooler than just seeing him, like, when we got there real early. You mean for the, for the three seconds we saw it? <laughs> yeah. So, so for all you thousand listeners or however many out there, the... <laughs> The Rock, while so we were in Hall H preparing to do the giveaway for these light up lanyards that we had no idea. We spent a whole afternoon working on them, we had no idea what actually would come. And so, The Rock shows up in the middle of the stage, prep you know, preparing for the audience to come in. And so, he starts doing his thing, he lights up, and then during the actual panel itself, he comes back out. The, the lanyard lights up for literally two, three seconds, lights up a cool, you know, lightning symbol for Black Adam. 
but for three seconds and that's it. It wasn't worth the amount of work we put into giving them out. But, but the cool thing about the morning thing was we got there really early before the room opened and uh, we're in the dark because it's not open yet. And all of a sudden this random dude is like floating on a, what are those called? High wires, John? Or yes. A high wire. And I was like, that looks kind of like the rock. And like, I don't know. I was like, I mean, would he really just be here in the dark? And like, well, he might be doing sound check, but it's probably a stand in. And it turns out it was the rock. And then we saw that. And then we saw him do it again for real life. Wow. That sounds pretty, pretty cool. So we learned the rock does his own stunts. Well, does this stunt at least. <laughs> yeah. He does this <laughs> own particular stunt. Uh, and I think, John, were you in the Berserker panel with me? Yes. So who did we get to see at that one? We saw another famous person real close up. We we saw well I, I don't know which name you want to give Neo we we Jack Travin I don't know you want to call him but Keanu Reeves ooh yes and I love nice. how he works in Neo yeah Keanu Reeves yeah. was there and I was as close to him as you know I could I could throw an air paper airplane at him I was like four chairs away from him and how did you John how did you not drop the Ted Theodore Logan reference ah I'm I'm trying to go for the younger audience okay. He's helping us with our demographic, dude. Yeah. What what's the, the girl who didn't know Grimace? Annabelle. What was her name? Annabelle did not know Grimace at all. Okay. So Annabelle's listening. Now John's cater this episode to you and your friends. Make a TikTok dance about listening to Shoal Bros. We listen to Shoal Bros. Shoal Bros. We can review. Challenge. <laughs> Challenge. <laughs> Uh, we have no idea how TikTok works if you can't figure that out. <laughs> I don't even I don't even have TikTok on my phone. So yeah, I'm cool for that apparently. I'm not cool enough for that, I should say. Yeah. Me neither. I feel uh, like all those apps are just like taking my data and doing weird things with them. Uh those weird things are called selling them. <laughs> Fair. Profiling Fair. you. Uh John, who else did we see that was cool at Comic Con? The Funko panel was pretty cool. The Funko panel was amazing. Yeah, we saw Wim Zapka, a.k.a. Johnny Lawrence of Cobra Kai and Karate Game. Nice. We saw Rosario Dawson. Nice. By the way, Rosario Dawson is in, like, every nerd cool thing ever. Really? She's in Star Wars. She's in the Marvel um, shows that were on Netflix. She's the night nurse. Um, What else was she in, John? She's in something else that's cool nerdy. Not, I know she, well, I don't, I don't know if it's nerdy, but she was on that TBS show, uh, that, oh man, that reality show on TBS recently that she got, was that she's promoting. Wasn't she in a Kevin Smith movie? I thought she was do the right thing. Spike Lee joint. She's been in a lot of stuff. Um, well, now, now we better clarify. All right. I'll look her up right now. This, <laughs> yeah. is, called, this is called internet clack checking. Clickety clack of the keyboard. Uh, okay, let's look at oh, her. She's oh, our age. Clerks three. Clerks. See, and I Clerks was right, two. dude. Yeah, and Men in Black two. I didn't know she was in that one. She's in a lot of stuff, dude. I'm oh, Zombieland, Double Tap. Yeah, I mean, she's like. Wow. She was in the Book of Boba Fett as a Shoka. I mean, she's like in stuff, yeah. dude. Oh, Mandalorian. Yeah, I'm telling you, like you don't know her, but she's in a lot of stuff. And actually, she was the voice of Wonder Woman in one of those like. DC animated movies, which you wouldn't watch, Jeff, but I have. Hmm. So was she in Do the Right Thing or did I make that up? Uh, I have not confirmed that she was in that yet, but that's an older movie, so I will scroll down further. <laughs> she was Batgirl in the Lego Batman movie. I love how oh. all we're doing is doing something that everyone else can do on their phones. Oh, she was in Sin City. That's the other one. 
Okay. Oh, oh and I got her confused with Rosie Perez. Yeah, that's not the same person, bro. Uh, very different. It had the rose in it. Um, yeah, not not close at all. But uh, so yeah, she's she was cool, and she had the best answers in the Q and A. Uh, and then we got to see. Um, oh, dude, she's been dating Cory Booker, the um, oh, they broke senator. Up. They broke up. Yeah, they broke up. Day. Yeah. Did she talk oh, about dude. that at the panel? No, I saw Cory Booker at the last Comic Con. He's like a Trekkie. Huh. All right. Um, I feel like we've gotten off the rails, but I do have to ask a couple of questions. Uh, we need to relive some of the glory, Darren, because I think what you did was awesome. And I want John's perspective. Did you listen to last week at week's episode and how Darren worked his grimace into his conversations with Johnny Rico and the attack of the show? I did, and I was I wasn't surprised that he got it in, <laughs> but I, I was shocked they didn't realize it. That was what was throwing me off. You, I, I, I guess when you're a nerd, I just assume people are smart enough to catch on to what a host is doing, but apparently <laughs> nobody did. Yeah, I mean. You, we need to dissect this dude. Imagine you're like on a panel and this dude's just like, Hey, do you ever walk around in like a grimace? Costume? <laughs> but the best part was he, look, first of all, Casper Van Dien, nicest guy ever. Like he, he's a class act. He was really nice, but his answer was the best. He was like, no, I just go as myself and people think I'm cosplaying. And I was like, I can't beat that dude. It was such <laughs> a great answer. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love how he was trying to give away like key plot points of his show. That oh, he was totally awesome. spoiled the whole end. And like the other stars next to like, dude, you can't say that the producers are right over there. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I totally into it. So I give that one a 10, like the, Hey, do you ever just kind of like walk around in a grimace? Costume? It's well, like well so here's awful. the thing. Just, just to be clear though. John can back me up on this. There is a thing where famous people want to walk around on the show floor, but they don't want to be seen. So they'll dress up um, in a costume. Like I think Megan Fox went in a Ninja Turtle costume or something because they don't want to be seen and, and mobbed. So yeah. that is a thing. Isn't that, John? Oh, yeah. They, I mean, they, they go all out. The, the big celebrities, especially, they don't, they don't just do, you know, a mask. They do the whole outfit. They look nothing like themselves, obviously, because, again, as you said, they don't want to be mobbed. So I've, I I hear about the celebrities all the time and the the cosplay they do and just how much time they devote to it because I guess you know they want to be on the con floor and not be harassed. Hey, and Darren, you, you didn't okay. you see? Didn't you like high five or like get a picture with Audrina Patridge uh, dressed up from the hills, dressed up as uh, the blue girl from X Men? Uh, Mystique, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, was... I don't know. I'll retell that story. So. I saw this girl dressed as Mystique, uh, who is the blue girl from X-Men movies, if, you, if you're not a nerd. And, you know, I went up to her. I was like, hey, that's a great Mystique costume. Can I take a picture with you? And she's like, sure. So I got the picture. And, and these people are like, dude, do you know who that was? And I was like, yeah, it was Mystique from X-Men, duh. And they're like, no, <laughs> that's Adrena Patrick from The Hills. And this is when The Hills was big. And I was like, who's that? And they're like, oh, my God, you're such a nerd. So I do still have that picture. <laughs> Yeah, that's that was cool. So I need to just dive one more thing. Sorry, Darren. I need to know what John thinks of how you worked Grimace in with Attack of the Show. Honestly, I'm I'm still blown away. I just can't <laughs> believe the, the big thing about what Darren did. I would say is he was so cool and nonchalant about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Darren. I don't know how you did it. When I was listening, I was like, "Wow, 
he he actually sounded serious. That was that was the best part. I I was expecting you to start laughing or yeah. doing something, and you were just a straight shooter the whole time. I was like, okay. And the I'm, whole and time then, I was building up to it. And so, what was it that you did with the Attack of the Show for those who missed last week? Okay, so the Attack of the Show is a very irreverent show, and they they're kind of a uh, improv and sort of scripted and they they're kind of going in about how they they say stuff on tv they're not allowed to say so the producer gets mad so i said oh well, i know there's curse words and things but if there is there any like subjects that are off limits like marketing like you can't make fun of mcdonald's as grimace or something <laughs> and and they were like well no but we can't be racist i was like that got dark really fast and then they're like well you kind of can be racist if it's your own race and i was like where did how did we get to racism from grimace yeah, yeah, Grimace is going to be third rail, man. You can't talk about. We don't talk about Grimace. No, 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 no. 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 Yeah, so that, <laughs> that was pretty. That was pretty cool. I could not work it into the Orville interviews because I they were like really rushed and there was a lot of people there. So I did fail in that mission. Did you get to interview um, the famous guy and just not share it with me? No. So Seth MacFarlane did not show up. Uh, I did get to interview other cast members but i didn't think that they would be as famous for our non-nerd listeners but if you've watched the orville i had the robot guy isaac i had dr claire uh, i had um the two aliens bordis and uh, uh clyden um but they're not like household names so i did interview them but i didn't think like they weren't famous enough to bust the grimace on you know what i'm saying so i, I just gave them straight <laughs> interviews you gotta bust the grimace on anyone man <laughs> I, I don't know what the frame fame threshold is for breaking out grimace that's fair you know, I, I mean i was i was kind of nervous you know because it was like a big that was like a big famous thing and the other ones were like more laid back and happy to have me there and that was your first one right or yeah that, that was the first one yeah i, I had to warm tell. up to the interviews i could tell i could tell <laughs> i could definitely tell is that hey, parker we I, hear crying in the background that is most certainly parker um she <laughs> she was watching dino dana and i was like can you turn it down i'm doing a show and then something just happened so <laughs> she shouldn't even be up right now i don't know what's going on i'm either in trouble or marcia oh marcia's apologizing i guess i'm not in trouble love you <laughs> just, just, just name checked marcia live so now she has to listen again <laughs> obviously has to listen this is the professionalism we bring the show bros we could review uh so john i want to ask you did you go to the real or fake panel I yep, I was. There. He's my co-host, I, dude. Yep. All right, I, I just you know letting him tell it in his own words, man. You just insulted. <laughs> it was Darren and John were your hosts for Real or Fake. No, you no, can't no. just be like, did you it go, was Darren? Dot 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 with John. So we already have workshopped some names for the next <laughs> ten years uh, panels, like sequels. But then we realize that if we get too successful, they'll be like, "This is great. You guys could keep doing it," except. John, you've been re- who were you going to get replaced by? I forget. What? Oh, there's tons of guys. It'll probably be what's his face, guy from Talking Dead. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Chris Hardwick was going to replace me, and you were going to get somebody else. So like, it's your panel, but you guys just aren't on it anymore. That's what we Ryan Seacrest probably. Seacrest. No. Seacrest. Right. I, I feel like in like a year or two, I'll be the Brian Dunkelman. <laughs> Dunkelman. <laughs> And I, I hope you're this vast media empire. Who that is? <laughs> yeah, Google Dunkelman, Comic Con John's Dunkelman, and Darren is Ryan Seacrest with building the Shulbros Empire, a multimedia empire. I gotta uh, be honest, if I got to be Seacrest like John, you're probably expendable. But otherwise, I'm riding with you to the end, man. <laughs> if you could promise me Seacrest media mogul status, I, I might take it. Otherwise, I'm with you, man. Yeah. 
Or if you could even just promise him like that a thousand downloads on a podcast isn't a big deal to his brother. If you could get us a thousand. Yeah, once I get a thousand <laughs> downloads, John, you're gone. Oh, wait, that just happened. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Never, dude. I just got the text now. It happened. <laughs> you're gone. <laughs> it's fun while it lasted. Oh, that reminds me of when you we brought country on the show after Mission Man couldn't uh, we couldn't get the tech right with Mission Man. And then you're like, country, you're out of here, man. We got, <laughs> Thanks, for filling in. Thanks for filling in for 15 minutes. Oh, one more thing about real or fake. John, yeah. should we tell them what we did to everyone at the end? Up to you. You're the host. You're the star. Jeff, do you want to know the best part about the real or fake panel? Should we tell the Schulmeisters what happened? I think I want to hear it in John's words if he'd be willing to share. Yeah, do it, John. You want me to tell him? Okay. Well, Suspense. Are, are, are you talking about Totes Magoat? Not Totes Magoat, the last one where we got everybody. Oh, Final Jeopardy. No, I'll let you do that. I'd rather talk about Totes Magoat. I thought oh, you was... can talk about Totes Magoat. Go ahead. Okay. So Darren hilariously came out with Totes Magoat and basically dared the audience to prove that Totes Magoat really exists, which apparently to neither him or I, we didn't know. Totes Magoat, there really is a Totes Magoat comic book. Oh, okay. The audience <laughs> outsmarted us. It was like real or fake buried, dude. Someone used the internet power to prove that my made-up character of Totes Magoat is real. <laughs> is it a goat? I get, yeah, I guess. It was a goat. I, yeah, it was, was a goat. goat. It, it was to be fair, it was from like some small, small indie publisher. But we gave him a Funko Pop for for fact checking us. Now, are you talking about Totes Magoats? You are what you bleat. The paperback book by Tim Jen. I mean, if you just found that on the internet, that's probably it. <laughs> Can I Apparently, he deserves a Funko Pop for that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you want a Funko Pop, bro? <laughs> can, can I just, like, for the moment, point out how, how stupid it was for you to go in with Totes Magoats when you could literally just Google it <laughs> and it's the first thing that pops up? Well, I mean, I was looking at Marvel and DC, to be fair. So, like, uh, I, I, I wasn't counting that. Plus... <laughs> I don't know if that's really a comic book or not. You know, it's not a superhero. I gave him powers and everything. Oh, I see. So you like had a whole like thing of a Totes yeah. Magoats hero. Yeah, exactly. So it's not the same Totes. Ma I didn't just say the words Totes Magoats. Like I read like this hero is, <laughs> you know, once he, he, he was once a guy working on a farm and then he got turned into a goat or something. I mean, I gave him a whole backstory, but I see. Yeah. And to be fair, actually Totes Magoat, gives a whole bunch of stuff about like urban dictionary and everything it's only when i did totes magoat comic book that the first thing is totes magoats you are what you bleat which is pretty <laughs> clever <laughs> you are what you yes. bleat by the uh, way if you are the creator of totes magoats comic book we would love to have you on the show bros we can review reach out to us yeah on the back it says i ate this book up what a tasty tale <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, i don't know about that one all right so, so that's not the one they were talking about I've got some news um, for you guys, especially Darren. There's also a Totes Magoats Transformer. What? Wait, what? Yes, <laughs> yes. So the alternate form is a messenger bag. Wait, Ooh. it's not a goat? No, I. it's Totes Magoats, robot, and then messenger bag. But, but it, it that makes no sense. It should be a goat. Well, Are you on tfwiki.net? It is Totes Magoats. John, are oh, yeah. you on are you on tfwiki.net? 
or is there like another place where you're finding this to be true? Says, yeah, tfwiki.net. <laughs> no, that's a legitimate source, though, dude. I use that to fact check Transformers all the time. Okay. Yeah. Can I read his bio. Yeah. Toads McGoat is a total hipster. His messenger bag <laughs> alt mode is sourced locally, hand stitched, and made from organic materials. And he won't stop telling everyone about it. At least he's able to hold plenty of things in all those pockets. And he is also adorbs. <laughs> adorbs. <laughs> um, by the way, I could talk about Comic-Con all day, but I know you're on time. Should we go through the questions and then circle back to Comic-Con and Grimace? Because I want to make oh, sure. Oh, shoot. We get... We're out of time. I do need one more Comic-Con update. I don't know what it is. It's got to be funny. It's got to engage all three of us. John or Darren, hook us up. John, do you want to talk about something? Something funny? I don't know. I'm trying to think of what. We could talk about the Marvel panel and how we almost got messed up. I, I, you mean like every other Marvel panel we've ever been in? <laughs> <laughs> so sure, the good that... news is we get to go to the Marvel panel. The bad news is we never get to watch any of it because they always screw up our giveaways. Hmm. Well, I, I would say this time they didn't screw it up so much as they probably should have warned us ahead of time. We would be working with celebrities five inches from us. Wow. Yeah, so tell them what happened, John. So Marvel decided to have a whole show with the celebrities like Samuel L. Jackson and whatnot come out of the audience where we were working. And so that they didn't tell us while we're working, boom, security tells Darren and his team, nope, you guys can't go to the front. Obviously, I guess Samuel L. Jackson is more important than us giving out tickets. Huh. And they were like, so, wouldn't let us in there. Did the you high time. five Samuel L? No, they kicked us out. We had to like go to a different row. Oh, man. Did you get but, to say, that's it? I've had it with these mother security guards on this mother plane. Yeah. I mean, the problem is, so John and I, I take know. our jobs very seriously. We have to hand out tickets to every person in this. How many, how many seats are in Hall H, John? 6,500. Yeah, we have to get to 6,500 people in an hour. And when you can't do like five sections of thousand people it's really hard to do so we had to think on the fly so i was running like crazy just trying to figure out a way around this and apparently there was a lot of cool stuff that dropped i just didn't get to see any of it yeah i didn't get to see any of it either and actually the thing about what darren said with the one hour when they a lot of times they'll show trailers and sizzle reels and so they turn the lights down and so we're taught we're not supposed to do anything when the lights are down so we really never actually have an hour to give away the tickets we usually maybe have 40-ish minutes. And so it sounds easy, but once you talk about 6,500 people that will kill you if, they don't, if you don't give them a ticket, it's suddenly very difficult. And it's just the two of you? Or you have another no, person? No, no, we, we have teams. We're, we have teams of people. We're just kind of like middle management. Would you say that's a fair description, John? Oh, yeah. We're the, we're the, we're the bottom tier management. Yeah, we, we lead, the, <laughs> lead the teams of many teams of volunteers. You're the Dunkelman of the volunteer world. Oh, uh, we might be a little bit better than Dunkelman. Yeah, I'm Dunkelman. You, like I said, <laughs> you can be, you can be Ryan Seacrest. You're the but Dunkelman are, of the are, panel world. <laughs> yeah, who are who who are you in the panel uh, in the uh, volunteering giving out tickets world? Like, are you Dwight? Dwight from the office. From the office. Like, I, everybody loves Steve Dwight. Carell. We're not Steve Carell. No, we're no, we're not. Yeah, we're not that good. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you, the way you've just sold it, you're a little lower down than Dwight. I mean, Dwight's we're not Jim. beloved. Who who is who is the guy <laughs> who works in H? Who's the guy who works in HR that everyone hates? 
I don't know. The one in the gif of him laughing, like the heavier set person. No. Oh, Toby. <laughs> this is not good. Uh, yeah, this is horrible podcast. radio. All right. So anyway, we're, we're lower level management. In, okay. I got oh, it. I, I was more like, to- yeah, let's move on. So are we doing what we loved, what we hate, and what we're looking forward to? Let's do that. And then I want to give you another Grimace update to end the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. I have See, to See, didn't it. I say in my review the joke that keeps on going? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I- you, guys went, you guys went from Ed to Grimace. Yes. I'm still waiting to hear more commercials about the Microsoft Paperclip, personally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's a great reference. That's a deep cut. Yeah, deep cut. That's why he wrote the best review, man. I will give a Grimace update then just to keep the fans happy. Uh, <laughs> I said I would go to the end. All right. Well, go I've go. got another one is what I'm saying. We you keep so yours to the end. Okay. Uh, uh, a PhD, the PhD student that I work with uh, somehow stumbled upon Shulbros and, and listens to it and... Uh, I think because of you, Darren, I think uh, she bought the Grimace t-shirt. Oh, she got the shirt. I could be wrong, but I, I just got a, I, yeah, I think, I think it was the Grimace t-shirt. Can I, can I just give my update? Cause it's related and then we'll know more, no more Grimace. No, I think we gotta, we gotta keep the listener in suspense. Man, All right. I got update. a Grimace t-shirt update too. And it's well worth listening to the next 20 minutes. All, All right. right. Stay tuned. Uh, hated. John, did you get the Grimace pool float? I did. I they actually, wait. What? You know, no, I did. So the so the website, I don't, you know, was was down, and then they get they Uh-oh. sent me a message. My phone's breaking up. to to go in and buy and get it, and I did. You you get the grimace pool float? And I didn't know this. You didn't ask me. I mean, he kind of did. He asked no, all the showmeisters. I don't. If it matters, I don't have it. They said six to eight weeks. Six to eight oh weeks. God. It's not going to be. Summer will be over, and you can't use it. Yeah, but I'll still be jealous. Dude, that's epic. And you know the greatest part about it is as you were telling us the story that you have the Grimace pool float, my internet connection went out and all our listener heard is Grimace pool float. <laughs> oh, you mean, okay, so John just admitted that he got the Grimace pool float if if Jeff's connection went bad and uh, I'm surprised and jealous. Well, yeah. if you want it, when they send it to me, I'll, I'll mail it to you. I don't need it. I just got it because... Hey, it was it was different and interesting, and <laughs> hey, Camp McDonald's. I'm like, okay, sure. Oh man, that's McDonald's is literally selling ice in the winter time by <laughs> selling Grimace pool floats in August that are going to come six to eight weeks afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, this is epic, dude. That's mind blowing. We're gonna definitely know, I'm need off. to tease that in the description. Uh, uh, all right, dude. We have 15 minutes for questions. Let's do it. All right, real, uh, real or fake? No questions. Love, hate. That's a question. All right, what do you love, Darren? John always goes. Guest always goes first. All right, John. Thanks for doing my job, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to kiss up to the co-host. I gotta admit, I I posted this online. I love you, Darren. I love working oh. with you. You've been a great friend of mine, and it's crazy to think ten years, and it's him and I. Just we have so much in common. It's kind of crazy. That we don't realize we had a lot in common when we talk. I mean, he knows I actually wanted to be a lawyer, which didn't end up happening, but I, I kind of regret that now. It, it mm. might be for the better, dude. I am one, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, that is, Darren, you've reached a new status. Like, not only are we having a thousand downloads and you're trying to play it cool about that, 
but you've reached the status where you could be the love of the week in a pop culture. Um, I mean, because- once you hit a thousand downloads, you are a <laughs> part of pop culture. You are. We are pop culture, aren't we? Yeah. So there's another show right now where we're being listed as the hate of the week, but still. Yeah. Are we niche niche culture or what's the opposite of pop culture? Fringe? Un- unpop culture? Unpop, sub pop? <laughs> oh, we're sub pop, dude. Uh, do, do, you, do you want my love of the week now? I Thank you, Darren. Please continue. Why don't, why don't you take the mic? Now that you have a mic that works, why, why don't you uh, take over the facilitation part? After John's heartfelt one, I feel almost guilty saying this one, but uh, my love of the week is something I screened at Comic-Con. I didn't realize it existed. It's the Harley Quinn animated series. It's completely R-rated. I didn't know this thing was real. It's funny and profane, and you know I love Harley Quinn, but it's totally R-rated. It's like a blood and cursing and just adult themes, and I don't know how they made it, uh, but I think it's on one of those streaming networks that you know I hate because you have to keep buying subscriptions. But Peacock? Right? Is it on Peacock? No, I think it's... um. Hey, John, if what's Harley Quinn, DC? it'd be HBO Max. Yeah, it's HBO Max because um, Warner Brothers. But it's uh, a, yeah. it's really good if you like it. But do not watch it with your kids, even though it's a cartoon. But I saw the two first two episodes at Comic Con, and I was like, "This is amazing, dude!" Could it be that when I just Googled this, is it really uh, Kaylee Cuoco, the girl from uh, Big Bang Theory? She is, is Harley the- Quinn. Wow! And Lake Bell, she was the one from uh, Surface. Surface. Yes. And Alan Tudyk, the guy from Dodgeball, I think he was in Dodgeball, wasn't he? Uh, he was Firefly. He's Firefly is his big thing, and Marshall loves yeah. that guy. It's Tyduck, by the way, I believe. I don't care. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it is Tyduck. Yeah, or just say Wash. Much easier. How could yeah, it be Tyduck if it's T U D Y K? That's what I want to know. It's Tyduck, well, like, I think. Or like guy, the, like the word guy. Ah, uh, like there's gee, but there's also guy. Yep. Yep. Okay. What's so your love he, of the week, Jeff? Is he not? Okay, you're keeping us on. We got pace. 15 minutes. I got so much grimace to tell you. 15 minutes. I got so much grimace. Uh, my love of the week, dude. Uh, I went into it doubting it, not wanting really to see it, but we just needed air conditioning and to see a movie. Uh, and it was awesome. I loved Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, dude, that movie was legit. Yes. It was so funny. <laughs> the goats. <laughs> um, here's our gift for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Uh, so I loved it. It was funny. It was heartfelt. It it it, it gave me the feels. And uh, are are you able to admit the other good. reason why you loved it? Am I able to what? Admit the other reason why you loved it? No, it had nothing to do with Natalie Portman. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> It literally had nothing to do with Natalie Portman. Uh, she was good. And just, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I just thought it was a really funny show. I thought it was a funny movie. Highly recommend it. And I saw it in IMAX, dude, in Montana. And it was like this massive mo- I- IMAX that was like... Wait, um, in Montana? I was about to say, I didn't know Montana had IMAX. <laughs> yeah, what were you doing uh, in Montana? So this is crazy. We went to Yellowstone. That would have been my love of the week, but Olivia doesn't listen, so um, and nobody cares that we went to Yellowstone. But we went to Yellowstone, and it is so cool. You could see all the springs, like there's hot springs and um, bubbling sulfur pits and mud volcanoes and geysers, water shooting up in the air. And we saw we we had like three days planned to this, and then Olivia's like, "I don't want to see more bubbling water. It's all the same." <laughs> 
and so let's go see Thor. <laughs> yeah, so we drove all we drove ten hours to Yellowstone. Uh, spent two days there. It was super cool. But she went horseback riding, and then from there, it was like, I don't need to see more water. All I want to do is horseback ride or get out of here and sit and watch Thor: Love and Thunder in the biggest IMAX in Montana. Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> John, what's your hate of the week? Oh man, my hate of the week. Oh wow, come back to me. Let me think about that. All right, Jeff, you want to do yours? Then I'll do mine since I've turned into the host. Well, my hate of the week is that you can't figure out that Alan Tydek was Steve the Pirate in Dodgeball. I was right. I didn't you say he wasn't. I just said that's not what he's famous for. Dude, how is he not famous for being Steve the Pirate in <laughs> Dodgeball? <laughs> it's such an iconic role. Iconic. Uh, I'm sure he doesn't even remember he did that. So. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to go with you uh, to give me the hate of the week because I, I, I have. it's been so long since we've been broing out. I can't remember what I consumed. All right. So we this will catch us up on time if you just don't have any answers. My hate of the week isn't hate isn't the right word because it was fairly enjoyable, but I just didn't get the movie. Nope. Huh. Uh, that's Jordan Peele's latest movie. And I realize this might not be popular, but it just seemed to lack the big twist or big point of his first two films, which are very, very almost M night Shyamalan twisty with a social commentary. Um, I discussed this with Tracy on through the lens available where all fine podcasts are found, but it, it really felt like there was something great going on. So I'm sure I'm the one idiot here who didn't get it, but I just didn't understand what was the point. Hmm. Um, also, they had a chimp in it, and I really didn't like what they did with him. So, oh no, of the week. Even though I'm not, even though I'm not saying don't see it, I'm just saying I didn't get it because everyone's saying this is a great movie with themes, and I'm like, I don't get what the point was. That's such a you know you just spoiler alerted because all I could think about is how the chimpanzee was harmed in ways that are unimaginable. Yeah, so you're gonna have to go see it. <laughs> Now you're like, I gotta see this movie. It's got a chimp in it. Usually the chimp means I give it a, an extra star, but yeah, if the chimp's not playing baseball, Darren doesn't want to see it. No, if he's not, if he's not a mean uh, righty or a third baseman, I'm not interested. Yeah, uh, John, did you come up with your hate of the week yet? Yeah, I've got it. This is kind of bringing it back old school. So I tried rebidging Wandavision. Hmm. Still it's not that old school, it. dude. It's still this year. <laughs> I know, but I still can't get into it twice. I still have no idea how people like it. Well, you have to see it now because it's critical to understanding Doctor Strange. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I, I saw Doctor Strange. I didn't like that either. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it didn't do that. It's critical, but it also you're still like, what? The Dark Hold? That's wild. Um, is she so mad all of a sudden? Yeah. I yeah. That. But I mean, it was the end of credit scene where she's like taken by the dark hold, which apparently means something in the comics, right? Like that's a big deal. Yeah, I mean that kind of that kind of arc did happen in the comics, roughly. I mean, everyone's like, "Oh, she's a hero," but she's actually had some of the worst things that she's done in the comics. Um, like she got rid of all the mutants, like in one snap. Yeah. Oh, Thanos style. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that right, John? Yes. Well, it's a little different. Thanos thought he was. Thanos, to me, is the Darth Vader of Marvel. He thought he was doing what was right. Want, um, you know, Scarlet Witch, hell no. She wasn't doing anything right. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, fair enough. But I'm not going to defend the show because the Marvel shows tend to start super, super slow. And like, hey, invest six hours in the last two episodes will all make sense, which works for someone like me. But if you're not really into it, it's like, why are you putting people through that? 
Yeah, WandaVision, you had to suffer to be like, what is going on until it all became clear. But it was kind of cute how they like mimic different shows from each generation. You know, you had like the 90s sitcom yeah. style, which is very different than Brady. But you had to style. figure out that's what they were doing. Like if they would have said at the beginning, the following series will go through the decades and mimic TV shows. I think it would have been clear because I, I didn't like the first two episodes because I didn't get the pattern. Uh, the pattern was pretty clear after the first two episodes. dude. It was like, I love Lucy. And then it was... Um, like facts of lifestyle, right? Well, I might mean, get it. I got it after two, but like I didn't. The first one was like, what is going on? And the second one, I was still kind of like, what is going on? And then it kind of hit, but yeah. All right. Not facts of life. Sorry. What was the 70s ones? It, that was Brady Bunch. I think it went from anyway. No, there was a 50s one in between. Anyway, yeah, it was all right. You got to get through it. Uh, my hate of the week. I don't have a hate of the week, dude. I'm trying to think. I had just such a great week. I could have like four different things in pop culture that i loved uh from love island usa being on peacock your favorite network uh the song sunroof uh is great and stuck in my head and um uh yeah there there's nothing nothing to hate dude life's good good. because we got we got seven minutes left so you're allowed to pass (laughs) okay Uh, what do you uh, john what are you looking forward to broham actually i've i've got an idea if um you guys should give out my well i guess go ahead I, i don't care give out my twitter they want some people want some free Comic Con swag. Oh, I've got some extra stuff! I'm willing to ship out to some of the listeners of the Show Bros. Wow, dude. dude! What's your Twitter handle, dude? This is something I'm looking forward to. <laughs> okay, everybody can find me on Twitter at Jonathan K81. And yeah, if you want some House of the Dragon swag, I've got that. I've got some Proud Family. I've got a bunch of extra stuff that's just gonna be. Well, I'm not, I don't need it all, so why not share it with some of your listeners? Wow, dude, dude Schulmeisters, that's power. This is a good test of which thousands of people are listening on time because you better jump on this right now. John's real. I know he's got it. He's the master oh, of, of stuff. I got it. Here's how we do it, Darren. Don't Text us, sure, but also tweet JonathanK81 on Twitter about with, and we'll be able to see the timestamp and line it up with who the thousands listener is. And see if yes. John would say, be like, hey, can you give the specialists thing to the f- number 1,000? You know what? I will give an extra special present. If the thousand of listeners listening and wants to tweet me and tweet the show, let's do it. Let's do it. This is about 1,000 to 10,000. Yes, right here, right now. Um, because, Darren, listener update, we didn't get a big jump after Comic-Con. Um, <laughs> all the people you told, they were there for the Funko Pop and the entertainment not for more entertainment. I mean, people after Comic-Con kind of crash, so they're just kind of like resting. They'll listen now. Yeah. Stephanie conjectured, by the way, she said she listens to fewer podcasts over the summer. So I think that was you who said that summer podcast listening is down. Her end of one, her listening is down. Okay, bro. Oh, Um, I I know my hate of the week, Darren. I'm sorry. I got hurry. The Northwestern right. Alumni Magazine had a whole spread on alumni who are podcasting and Shoal Bros, who we can review, was <laughs> not included. We didn't make it? We didn't make it, man. It was depressing. They're like, oh, this person's got like two listeners and is trying to solve <laughs> um, some major societal issues. But then they're like, and the Shoal Bros, sorry, we're not going to make space for you. Uh, we should write them. Maybe they can put us in the errata, you know, like the sorry, yeah. Mrs. Major cultural <laughs> icon, you know, last episode. Yeah. Two, two alumni, two bros, a thousand downloads. We're, yeah, we're sorry. We, missed, we made this total mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not for a week. Uh, 
Yeah, well, that's that's fair. You've been in the magazine before, though. They profiled you, so you're kind of maybe they one person per decade or something, you know? Yeah. Per decade. I... So, um, I can't I can't complain. But Shulbros, we have to get it in the erratum. Uh, what I'm looking forward to, uh, I gotta say. That panel that you missed, not to rub it in, but what I read about online is that the Marvel panel was awesome. Like they're there, it seemed like they were directionless. Like all these movies have been kind of unconnected and kind of useless in their own right, except for Love and Th uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, and they're not wrapping up each phase with something cool like they used to. It seems kind of random, but they do have that plan for phase six to wrap it all up. I don't know why they make it four, five, and then six to wrap it all up, but. I think what their oh. plans are for six looks pretty cool, man. Yeah, no, actually, we did catch the reveals. And actually, my looking forward to is uh, Black Panther, uh, which was also revealed there. And it's part of the phases. But they revealed the trailer, which I had to go look up afterwards because I didn't get to watch it. Um, but Black Panther was not my favorite Marvel movie, even though it's one of the more successful ones. But dude, the trailer looks amazing. It brings one of the most interesting plot lines from the comics out. Uh, and it also provides an explanation possibly for why the original Black Panther isn't around due to the unfortunate death of Chadwick Boseman. So if you haven't seen the Black Panther trailer, I highly recommend it. John, have you seen it? I did. I saw it after I ran into the uh, African tribal band when they were walking through. And you, if, if anybody's watching it, they'll see me literally next to the guy playing the bongo drum. Oh, man, we should have let in with that in the intro. Yeah, it was good. So Marvel panel was good. I caught a little bit of it, and, and uh, the phases look good. So, yeah, that's a good looking forward to, bro. All right. We have to run it real or fake. Get right into it. John knows the rules. He's the original Schulmeister. A quintet of teenagers work together to encourage environmentally responsible behavior and can summon a superhero to deal with ecological disasters. Ugh. Oh, that's Captain He's... Planet, dude. Yep, that's Captain Planet. Or you that might is, have thought you made it up, but that's I made it up, dude. It's fake. <laughs> it, it, it is Captain Planet. I'm glad you got that. I know we're running out of time, and I have one more Grimace update, but I need to hit you with some quick Captain Planet stats. First of all, here are some people who are in multiple episodes of Captain Planet. Whoopi Goldberg, Ed Asner, John Ratzenberger, who's Cliff from Cheers, Tim Curry, LeVar Burton, Margot Kidder, who is from Superman, and Meg Ryan. Wow. And, it, and it, that stupid show lasted for 113 episodes. Wow. From 1990 to 1996. And, and what was the worst? Hey, John, what was the worst um, power of the five elements? Ooh, probably Earth. No, man, it's heart. Remember? No, They're like, Earth, fire, wind, heart. water. And then the kid's like, heart. <laughs> you, can't, come on, you can't pick on him. That's I'm sorry, but it, it was clearly the worst. Like they had, they ran out of pow Earth elements. And they had to come up with a new one. So, yeah, good job, guys, getting Captain Planet. Yeah, sorry, I, it's so sad because I we didn't even get a chance to, um, like, what are the signs that it's real? What are the signs that are fake? It was just so obviously Captain Planet, which is I don't know why that's so ingrained in my mind that that came out right away. Because it, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a point. I, it was a good one. I, I tried to pick a comic book related one that was also stupid, and uh, you guys both nailed it. Uh, all right, I know you got to go to 8.30 hard stop. Do you have time for one quick Grimace update? You want to tease it for next week? No, dude, let's Grimace it up. Uh, so you mentioned that your uh, colleague got the Grimace t-shirt. I believe so, yeah. My lovely coworkers, Abby and Jackie, 
tried to get me the Grimace t-shirt after what I went through with the Grimace pool float. Well, and I was going to be at Comic-Con during the t-shirt. And uh, they were unable to get it because it sold out. But oh, wow. Abby, Abby got a black t-shirt and she used puff paint and recreated the Grimace t-shirt. Except instead of Grimace, she wrote Grimace. And she, yes. <laughs> it's the most amazing thing ever. And I got to send you a picture. But she recreated the shirt exactly. Except it says Grimace instead of Grimace. Wow. That is awesome. I mean, and when I say exactly, it looks pretty like bad, but like awesome bad. Like it, it doesn't look real, but it has all the elements in puff paint. So I will send you a picture. I want to surprise you, but shout oh, out man. to Abby for taking time to do a puff paint version of the Grimace Market t-shirt. And she replaced the E in Market with a Y and in, in, in the Grimace is Grimace. <laughs> That's so yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. So I told her I had to give her a shout out for taking that time. Yeah, dude, the power of Schulmeisters, we're not getting advertisers. <laughs> we're not getting listeners exactly, but those who are here are are here. They're, they're here they're for like, it, man. I, I'm going to make a Grimus t-shirt out of puff paint for you guys. So yeah. Shout out. And I wonder uh, if not... uh the if my PhD student's gonna give you the shirt. Like, or I guess maybe now you don't need it. You have the puff paint version. I mean, I would like the real one if she's listening. So. <laughs> Because I was told the puff paint version might might not be dry and it might not ever dry because the puff paint was like old. So puffy. <laughs> old. Yeah. yeah. It's so puffy. Hey, John, I, 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 you're like really into the show. We've ridden Grimus for a long time. Do you have any nominations for the next thing? I mean, Derek got a good run. Grimus yeah. got a good run. Five stars. What do you think the next thing is for us to ride into the dirt? Spot the uh, trends, man. <laughs> I, I got a great one. Okay. Because you guys talked, you just talked about Captain Planet. Why not start talking about some of the villains of Captain Planet? Start having that, like Captain Fusion mm. and Doctor Blight. And all Are those the... real? You know the villains from Captain Planet? I'm making yeah, it up. I'm a, I'm a nerd. I watched. I watched every one of those episodes. Okay. Uh, so we will just become obsessed with like the worst. <laughs> no, we can't do all of them. We got to pick literally the worst Captain Planet villain. So John, you okay, can either throw it. out some references uh, or Showmaster scan. You guys will love this. The worst villain, and I'm sure your listeners will know, Hoggish Greedly. <laughs> That's not his name, is it? Yes. Mm. Okay. I'll, I'll tweet you guys a photo. All right, tweet us a photo. I'm going to do some research into Hoggish Greedly, and he may become the next Grimus. Hoggish Greedly is good. Um, you know, we might just stick with um, Captain Pollution. Oh, crud. I just did a quick Google search. John, I hate to throw out Hoggish Greedly, but there is apparently a guy named Verminius Scum, and he was yes. voiced by Jeff Goldblum. What? Dude, Derek says, like, every time he sees Jeff Goldblum, he thinks of me. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing or what. Because we talk about him or because there's some sort of weird resemblance? He thinks I oddly resemble Je Jeff Goldblum. Would you recreate that famous scene where he's got his shirt off and he's on his side? <laughs> Derek, is this what you meant? Is this what you mean with my shirt half unbuttoned? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Derek thinks I'm Jeff Goldblum, so maybe we do need verminous gum. Oh my gosh, there's a guy named Duke Nukem who was voiced yes. by Dean Stockwell. Uh, Dean Stockwell know, from Quantum Leap. Got away with with using it, Duke Nukem. Dude, there are so many. John's got a point here. There are so many bad villain names. I thought we Duke Nukem was a TV a video game, a first person it, it shooter. Was. Yeah, it was. It is. Huh, so which came first? 
I think the video game, but I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how older. they were able to call this character Duke Nukem. Yeah, that seems uh, like Grimus level. <laughs> no, it's not even Grimus. It's spelled the same way. It's not like D- Duke Nikem or something. It's, it's spelled exactly like Duke Nukem. How did they do that? Yeah, well, and then there's another one you guys would love. Lutin Plunder. Ah, clever play on words. All right, we're going to leave the listener with that. John, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Appreciate you uh, being a listener. And uh, again, give that Twitter handle and any closing uh, call to action you want for the Schulmeisters. You got it. Everybody, you can tweet me at JonathanK81 if you want some prizes from Comic-Con. And do me a favor, listen to the Bros podcast. I want to be the one that started it with them to get to 10,000 listeners. And then, you know, the next after that, one million. One yes. million. million <laughs> yes. listeners. All righty. Thank you, John. Thank you, Schulmeisters. We'll be back with more Grimace updates <laughs> next week. Over and out.